Before we get started with this episode of American Rabbi Project, a few quick things. First of all, if you like what you're hearing, please consider donating to this podcast. You can do so by going to my website, rabbiproject.com, and clicking on the Donate tab. Also, I am officially on the speaking circuit, so to say. If you're interested in having me speak to your group of any size, please shoot me an email, justin at rabbiproject.com. Once again, justin at rabbiproject.com. And of course, I can do virtual presentations. Finally, everyone interviewed for this podcast speaks solely for themselves. Welcome to American Rabbi Project, the podcast about American Judaism from the perspective of rabbis across the country. I'm Justin Regan, and this week's episode is going to be a little different. Instead of profiling one rabbi in one state and discussing their views on a broad range of topics, we're going to hear from multiple rabbis about their thoughts on one specific question, and it has to do with the recently celebrated holiday of Passover, Pesach the festival of freedom and stale macaroons. It's a tradition to close the Passover Seder by saying, next year in Jerusalem. Like many others, this statement intrigues me. What exactly does it mean? What are the hopes attached to this? And how does this statement change meaning now that Jerusalem is part of a modern Jewish state? And my friends who help edit my scripts told me not to go on a long-winded rant about the pure logistics of cramming every Jew into the old town, so I won't, even though I want to. If you've seen any interesting articles on that, please email them to me, justin at rabbiproject.com. But anyway, like many other things in Judaism, this statement is something that's open to personal interpretation. So I reached out to some of the rabbis I had already interviewed and asked them to record their answers to the question, what does next year in Jerusalem mean to you? Some of the rabbis you're about to hear from, you've already heard from, and you'll hear from others in upcoming episodes. And we'll start with a familiar voice, Rabbi Sam Spector of Congregation Kol Ami in Salt Lake City, Utah. When I think of the words, next year in Jerusalem, what I think about is the hope of our people, the hope that tomorrow can be better than today, the hope that all of us can find whatever it is we're searching for, With our ancestors, it was finding a home, and that's what their Jerusalem was. But perhaps for us, when we think about the Egypt we've left, maybe it was a bad relationship, an unfulfilling job, a town that we just couldn't seem to get ahead in, and wandered into the unknown. We are seeking our promised land, our Jerusalem, our place of healing, of love, of fulfillment, of home. And so for each of us, that next year in Jerusalem moment might be unique and different because it's very personal, but it symbolizes tomorrow and that we can never give up hope that whatever situation we're in, we too can find fulfillment in the days ahead. Hello, this is Rabbi Robert Haas. I'm the rabbi of Congregation Mikveh Israel in beautiful Savannah, and it's an honor and a privilege to be asked the question, what does next year in Jerusalem mean to me? Now, for some, it's pretty obvious. Next year in Jerusalem means next year, hopefully, I'll be in Jerusalem. 
But we also know that can't necessarily be the answer because we've been saying next year in Jerusalem for thousands of years, and for much of that time it was impractical or even impossible to go and visit the city of Jerusalem. Some will say it means next year we hope the Messiah will come, and that's a beautiful way of looking at it. But I look at it a little bit differently. I look at it and say to myself, next year in Jerusalem means next year when Passover rolls around, I hope that I'm a better human being than I was the previous year. I hope that I'm a better father, a better husband, a better rabbi, someone who's more ethical than I've ever been before. Next year in Jerusalem means next year I'm going to say to myself, when people I didn't know were around me and I could get away with bad behavior, I didn't. When I had a chance to be moral, I did so more often. I made fewer mistakes, but more importantly, I didn't repeat the same mistake over and over again as I had done before. So when I look at Passover and the phrase next year in Jerusalem, I look at a saying, I hope I can be better and keep improving as time goes on. Because I want to demonstrate for my family and friends and community that what we are expected to do is not change the world in a grand fashion, but incrementally help make it better. Next year in Jerusalem means to me and next year I'll say to myself, I'm the best I've ever been, and I hope I can improve. So may each of us have a wonderful holiday season, whether we're celebrating Passover, Easter, or any other holiday. And I hope that next year in Jerusalem, each of us is just a little bit better than we are today. This is Rabbi Shoshana Meira Friedman from Boston, Massachusetts. When I say next year in Jerusalem, I don't usually think about the um, hope of physically being in the city of Jerusalem for Pesach, though I have absolutely loved being there for Pesach in the past. For me, next year in Jerusalem is next year in Yerushalayim, the city of peace, the city of wholeness, and uh, thinking of Yerushalayim as a symbol and a, a, a sort of mythical um, entity that we can put our intention and visualize a world of more wholeness and more peace and more compassion. And that's the Jerusalem that we hope to be living in by next year. I'm Rabbi Greg Cantor of KKBE, also known as Kahal Kadosh Beth Elohim in Charleston, South Carolina. For me, when I say next year in Jerusalem, I am transported back to a city that was once my home. I am sitting on the Mir Peset, Hebrew for balcony, where I celebrated Passover with friends and classmates 30 years ago. Our Seder went long into the night from a Haggadah we made for the occasion. Looking back, I realize now that was a time of everything Jewish converging for me. I was in my first year of rabbinic studies in the land I had only imagined for most of my life, singing songs of freedom and redemption in Hebrew on a beautiful spring night in the holiest place in the world. I was with friends who were beginning their journey along with me. It was spectacular. From there, I imagine going back again sometime with my family and showing them the Jewish homeland I fell in love with that year. I imagine showing them where I sang, where I slept, where I shopped, and where I really engaged and even sometimes struggled with the land and people of Israel. While it was only the beginning of my journey, it was a wonderful year. 
I hope I can return for a visit or even an extended stay and share my love of Israel with friends and family in the future so they might get a taste of what I experienced once upon a time. Hey, this is Rabbi Dovi Shapiro in Flagstaff, Arizona. Justin, I love your question of what does it mean to me next year in Jerusalem. I think this is a fascinating question, which uh, I've heard all kinds of different answers, but I want to make it personal. I would like to point out a general question which is asked about the Seder. If you look at the Seder, it's all about the children. The whole order of the Seder is in order that the children should ask questions. There's a system, there's 15 steps, and each step makes the child ask questions. And then comes the rituals and the customs, the dippings and so on, which makes the children ask questions. And then we have the Manashtana, which is about the children asking the questions. It's the child asking the questions. But what about all of us adults who are not children? Where do we fit into the Seder? If it's all about the children, where are we? So the truth is, what Passover is all about is actually us being in touch with our inner child. Passover was when the Jewish people became a nation to Hashem. It says in many places in Kabbalah, it was as if we were born, we became a child. Um, Being in the land of Egypt was like labor. And finally going out of our slavery was the beginning of our relationship with Hashem like a, a, a child has with their parents. And that is the whole point of the Seder. The point of the Seder is not just about the children who are young in age, but that each and every single one of us should become in touch with our inner child. What does it mean to be a child? What it means to be a child is that innocence, is the purity, is the, is the, is the faith, is a simple faith. What it means to be a slave is that you ha- have been bogged down and you have been affected in such a negative way from all of your life's experiences that your purity has been tainted, that, you're, that you see the world and all the darkness in it. However, a child still looks at the world and sees all the beauty in it. And so too, each and every single one of us has the opportunity on Passover to reconnect to Hashem, to reconnect to God in the most purest, beautiful way. And that is the meaning of the, of the fact that when we say this year, I am a slave and next year I will be a free person. This year I am here, but next year in Jerusalem, this is a metaphor to the time when we will not be slaves anymore. Not just slaves in the physical sense, but slaves in the spiritual sense. Slaves to all the external aspects of life which and the illusions which make us forget the true purpose of why we're here and that taint our pure and beautiful connection to God in the most beautiful way. And when Mashiach is going to come, and this is actually the literal meaning of next year in Jerusalem, that we should all be together with Mashiach and the world should have peace and that there should only be beautiful things and there should be no more jealousy and there should be no more war and there should only be love in this world. That is the purest, that is, that is like a child, the pure essence of a child. You cannot have two children who truly, who truly don't get along with each other. Meaning, if you go to the essence of them, there's purity. There's the, the most purest aspect of them. And this is what we are trying to get back to. We're trying to get back to the purest essence of ourselves and, uh, and our relationship with Hashem. And uh, that is the, what the Seder is all about. Happy Passover. 
Those were the voices of Rabbi Sam Spector from Salt Lake City, Utah, Rabbi Robert Haas from Savannah, Georgia, Rabbi Shoshana Meira Friedman from Boston, Massachusetts, Rabbi Greg Cantor from Charleston, South Carolina, and Rabbi Dovi Shapiro from Chabad of Flagstaff, Arizona, talking about what the phrase next year in Jerusalem means to them. I'm not going to spend too much time with my personal thoughts on next year in Jerusalem, but I will say I do see it as a next year in a better world type of thing, and I'd really like that. This especially resonates for me seeing as it was during the Festival of Freedom that an armed terrorist attacked the Chabad of Poway Synagogue, killing Lori Kay and injuring three others, including the rabbi. Some say it's a miracle the gun jammed and more weren't killed. And yes, it's true things could have been worse, but hopefully next year things will be better. This special episode of American Rabbi Project was written and produced by me, Justin Regan. Derek Pova handles the web stuff. I also want to thank Jeremy Crone, Sarit Rathbone, Beth Vanderstoop, Dylan Abrams, and my parents for the assistance. Feel free to reach out to me by emailing justin at rabbiproject.com. Once again, that is justin at rabbiproject.com. More episodes can be found at the website rabbiproject.com. You can also follow me on Twitter with the handle at rabbiproject and facebook.com slash rabbiproject. And until next time, shalom, safe driving, next year in Jerusalem.